You are now tuning into the Queen Collective Podcast with your host, Bree and JJ. Welcome to the Queen Collective Podcast, where you'll have real discussions with real women. We're your hosts. I'm Bree. And I'm JJ. Now let's get into this episode. Welcome back, queens and kings. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. We y'all know what y'all. time it is. Yes. It's a good time, you know what I'm saying? It's a good time to be alive, and it's a beautiful day to be a black woman. <laughs> <laughs> bro i think god every day i was born a black woman so i don't have to pretend to be one. Oh, yeah gosh. oh gosh that's gonna be definitely a whole episode i don't care <laughs> we gonna stay definitely tuned. talk about it stay tuned stay tuned <laughs> but uh i know y'all you know y'all been like dang they they've been slacking on giving us the episodes every week we know we got it <laughs> we got life we, we got life but you know, if you've been tuning into our Instagram, you would see that we've actually been providing y'all with more quality content because we've been doing live collabs, Instagram uh, lives. We've been out here in these streets working, trying to connect with y'all personally and personably. Okay. Y'all need to be staying in tune with all that and following our social medias because we out here for real getting to know y'all one-on-one. No, and those lives be really fun. Like we, our last IG live mm-hmm. was hilarious. It was hilarious. So y'all be sure to to turn in. Mm-hmm. I mean, to tune in for the next one. Yeah, because it it's coming. Don't worry. We a lot of bunch is in store. Don't worry. <laughs> but speaking of what's in store, what you been up to, Jane? Bro, I've been up to shenanigans. I've been acting a fool these past couple of weeks. You've been out here wilding? I've been out here wilding. But honestly, bro, I don't know what to tell y'all. Like, I've been out here just really enjoying life. No cap. Like, I've been out here enjoying life. My niggas, I went to, to, to conventions. I've been to bitches' birthdays, dance battling bitches. I've been to <laughs> uh, the harbor, dancing on the lake, to bachata. I've been doing a lot. that that Um, all sounds amazing yes bro and it's been fun because like you know every time I go out like as of late I mean but it's always been like that but like lately lately when I go out I'm just surrounded by good vibes good people and people who are genuinely here to just love life live it and have a good time it's funny because I recently was talking about that to one of my friends because it was like you know um, what drives you to be positive and I was like bro because tomorrow is not promise it's really mm-hmm. not and life can be so short and she had told me she's like you know you're right bro because you think you're so young but technically and this is a dark way to look at it but it's a wake-up call if you look at it and your last years in your 30s you really not young if you think about it because you don't know when is your is gonna be your last day here so you really just need to be living life and fulfilling your purpose and that's what i'm trying to do brie brie I'm just trying to live my life and do what I'm called here to do. And that's what I've been doing. I've been out here. I was dance battling bitches uh, on Friday night, guys. And they quickly <laughs> they quickly found out who I was. Bro, y'all um, know we talked about that on the live. JJ really do be out here dance battling people. <laughs> so, like, her match, like, her true match, her soulmate gonna have to be a nigga that can dance. <laughs> like... <laughs> He gonna have to be able to keep up with that because what are you gonna do? Just sit there and watch our dance battle, niggas? 
that's Reeve, what we be doing. Reeve, if I if I brought y'all a nigga and we was all out and they and and I was dance battling, all you saw was him get up and pull out a chair and start dancing on the chair like Chris Brown. What would you do? I would just be like, this was meant. <laughs> <laughs> like like if he's doing everything right as a partner, I'd be like, okay, okay. That's what we like to see. <laughs> and we would just hype y'all up, both of y'all. <laughs> we would look like some damn fools, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, that's how my week has been, bro. It's been a lot going on, but it's been fun. It's been a ride. It's going to continue to be a ride, you know what I'm saying? I'm claiming more fun and wild nights because summer is coming. Summer yes. nights? Boy, that's my favorite night because you, you... You do anything in the summer, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? We get gritty in the summer, so. We <laughs> finna be out. Yes, bro. Out and about. What about you, though, Bree Bree? What you, what you been up to? Pretty much the same. Like, bro, yes. I've, I finally got, like, the whole vacation mood out of my system. I'm in moving into working on other personal things in my life. Yeah. Getting some more of my shit together. Yeah. Like, I've been doing a lot more um, sexology stuff lately, and I've really enjoyed that. Like, I've been um, invited to a panel for Pride Week this summer. Ooh. Um, I've also did, like, a presentation this past week. I was a guest on another podcast to talk about, like, pleasure and healing, like, it's been really nice to be able to kind of just jump into my career because this is the mm. most that I have been able to do so yeah, um, yeah, up to this point. So I really have just been relishing in those moments. Like, oh, wow. it really does make me so happy to see that I'm helping people and then, like, also actively, like, learning and reaffirming that I'm on the right path. Wow, wow, wow. That's awesome because you're all – you're you're – I feel like I've never really seen somebody as passionate as you, like, like you know, in person, like, actual, like, you know, connect with somebody that's as passionate um, as you are about your, like, career. And it's beautiful to see. It's beautiful to watch you grow. And it's beautiful to watch people give you the attention that you deserve because it's a lot coming up for you. And we excited to see it, bro. You know, girl, we always going to be heard. here in the stands looking like, yes, praise God. <laughs> I've been kind of like riding on a high yeah. up to this point. So it, it really has been really great. And um, other than that, like I've also just been doing some other work, mm-hmm. um, planning for some more like trips and opportunities, you know, mm-hmm. spending some really good quality time with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That's been really nice. You know, mm-hmm. I had just recently been Bridgerton, so I was like, I'm trying to be courted again. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> we be courted around here. Okay. And so my boyfriend was like, okay, say less. And this nigga has been redating me. <laughs> but I love so that. I've been though. loving it all. Yeah. Yeah. I've been it's loving it all. Good. It's always good to have a partner who, you know, wants to just show you compassion and love that is what you deserve and how, you know, y'all both be on that same page. That's so beautiful. Y'all, we be saying Valentine's is the season of love. Honestly, the season of love is all year round. (laughs) Yeah. It's all year round. Really, though. Really, though. (laughs) You should be showing that that love and care and compassion throughout the entire relationship yeah past the honeymoon phase Mm. past like you know special holidays and occasions like that's how you really like cherish like let your partner know that you cherish them and also like allow the necessary 
growth and appreciation in your relationship. Exactly. Exactly. I completely agree. So, I mean, that's that's all that's been up for me. I just be out here happy, glowing, and smiling. <laughs> and that's what we're claiming for the rest of your life. Period. Period. Okay, that's lit. That's lit. That's lit. You know what I'm saying? We gave y'all a little bit of a recap. We're going to get into the game of the day, the game of the episode, the game of the hour. <laughs> what are we playing? We playing questionable, baby. So, me and Bri are going to ask each other a couple of questions. And we're going to see the answers. The questions can range from ridiculous to normal or whatever we got going on. So, yes, yes, yes. Um, I would like to ask, since we have been talking about binging shows, um, what is one show as of lately right now that you've been binging? And, like, how do you like it? You know, what's it about? Why have you been binging it? Oh, my God. I could honestly spend a whole episode talking about this. But (laughs) I'm going to shorten it for y'all. So... Literally, as of this weekend, this past weekend, I binged the entire season of The Ultimatum. So mm-hmm. if y'all haven't heard of it, um, the same creators of Love is Blind, they made like another show called The Ultimatum, where essentially people like couples, real life couples gave their partner an ultimatum like, hey, either we gonna get married or move on by the end of this like experience and so they come on with their partners and allow their partner to see another person like move in and basically act like that person is their husband or wife for three weeks and then move back in with their partner for three weeks after that and then by the end see if they're gonna get married or not like either you get married you end up with the other person that you you know chose to live with the three weeks prior or you leave single and y'all it has been a hot fucking mess like oh my god a hot mess but it's it's one of those things where like it's trash reality tv but like it just draws you in because i'm looking at all these couples and all honesty none of them deserve to be with each other like all of them needs therapy oh gosh because they're all like and then granted they're all like 22 23 24 <laughs> talking about like i want to be married and have kids now Mm -hmm. a mess a mess (laughs) and then like niggas like they'll say how like they weren't ready to get married to their partner but then admit like okay but I'll be married to like I'll be ready to marry this next person if I have a better connection like what (gasps) what embarrassing (laughs) like all of it is just and then there's this one bitch where like she's just cringy like she's drunk the whole time it's this white girl she basically spends the entire like season fetishizing a black man so that was really weird to watch like literally was crying and throwing up because he would not fuck her like it was a lot not crying and crying and throwing up bitch (laughs) it was a lot that sounds (laughs) so if y'all are into some like trash reality tv tune in (laughs) tune in and then and then hit me up and let's talk about it because i honestly didn't want to talk to somebody about it and, and this is on Netflix, you said? Yes, The Ultimatum. Oh, gosh. <laughs> See, I, I never watched Love is Blind. I mean, I haven't been on Netflix at all. I'm not going to lie. I've just been watching a lot of anime. But this this sounds really, really ridiculous. But like like you said, something just to watch because it's mindless TV. Okay. I might have to go and uh, get on somebody Netflix again. Well, hold on. I heard they cracking down about that. So I don't know. Girl, and that's crazy. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Let, let me ask you, mm-hmm. um, what song or artist have you been into lately? Like, you just, like, been playing it nonstop. 
Oh my gosh. I have been listening to um Mac Miller okay. a lot. Um, specifically the Circles um album. I've been listening to it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um and Good news has just been stuck in my head. Good news, good news, good news. That's all I want to hear. Let me tell y'all something. Mac was pouring out his heart. He He was was. pouring out his heart on that song. And, like, it gives me goosebumps, like, thinking about it. Because I'm like, you know when people say, like, they know when they're going to pass or something like that. Like, I don't know if he knew. But, like, he was singing like he was getting ready, like to just leave this earth and no like there was a lot of like re- like self-reflection in that album and the simple yeah. fact that like that was the one with the album the album i mean the cover art was him in a casket right or like him in like a grave right um i think this this cover art well there could be a lot of different cover arts actually with it because the cover art i saw his hand was on his head and it was like kind of like an accordion. Remember I used to be telling you about the accordion vibe? Where, where it's multiple hymns. Like he looks stressed out or he looks like he's battling something. Oh God. Oh. All I know is is that I know I know that cover art though. Is that that probably is Circles too. Maybe just a different cover art or maybe it's um I don't know. He had, he had he he dropped a lot of projects like right before. It was mm-hmm. like multiple projects back to back. So I don't know. It could it, it could have been all of that. It could have been all of that. But it was really this the album itself is very intense and like I don't know. I just been jamming to it. I don't really know why. I don't feel sad when I listen to it. I just feel like I connect to it. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of wish though. Like, listening to his music now kind of makes me have a little bit of a regret because I did wish that I listened. Like, I knew who he was and I listened to some of his music before he passed, but I wasn't this deeply invested into the music. And I wish mm-hmm. I was when he was alive. But it's, it's been, it's been, I've been listening to that a lot lately and it's been good. It's been good, so. <laughs> Again, rest in peace to Matt. Yes, man. He a true artist, bro. Like he is also very versatile. Like, um, you remember when we were watching? Because you actually put me on his Tiny Desk concert, and mm. we were watching that in your room. And I just remember being like, "This man is so freaking talented." No, he really was. I feel like he was moving into like a new phase of his music career. Like we was really about to start he- hearing like a new side of him yeah like oh wow but yeah that's who i've been listening to but yes so since we're talking about stuff that we've been doing as of late you know what i'm saying have you been um going to any good food spots lately that is like your go-to to eat or have you been like going out to like a place outside like maybe a shopping center or something that's been your go-to place to like get away or have fun yes um I want to say I already, like, talked about this on Places to Be People to See, Mm -hmm. but literally, me and my boyfriend, we have uh, a go-to food spot. Mm -hmm. It's called The Goat here in Tulsa. Um, And it's, like, Mediterranean food, Mm -hmm. but, like, it's so good. And they also have, like, pretty good drinks. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've been eating there a lot and then also going to um, this rooftop bar called Sidecar. Mm-hmm. in Tulsa and mm-hmm. so like every time we go like now niggas we on a first name basis with one of the bartenders 
because they'd be like, damn, y'all niggas coming here every week. <laughs> y'all niggas coming here like, every week. Y'all know why I'm here. I'm trying to get a blueberry muffin. Y'all, this is <laughs> called the blueberry muffin, and it's so fucking good. Ooh, that's but, um, yeah. <laughs> I would say, like, those are the two spots that we've been going to a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like literally we'll eat dinner mm-hmm. at the goat and then go to sidecar cause they have food there, but it's kind of like, like they have this really good, like trout, uh, dip, mm-hmm. but they have like food like that, you know, like finger foods and Ooh, stuff. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. niggas know they can't get dinner there. We just go there for the drinks and the vibes. Yeah. And vibes. And it's the vibes. Really pretty, like... they have a huge fire pit and yeah. like the rooftop area. And then on the other side in the inside where they have the bar and seating area, they have like mm-hmm. one of those garages that they that you can open up and you're like on top of a building. So you can still get like a nice view of the city on the other side as well. Like it's really cool. So beautiful. Wow. That's so that sounds so scenic. Wow. I love that though. Yes, yes. So <laughs> I gotta ask. <laughs> Because one day JJ had called me, y'all, and she was like, Brie, I'm learning all this new uh, New York lingo. <laughs> and I was like, this is so random, but okay. <laughs> so what lingo have you been using lately? You know what I'm saying? I've been using the term is clipped. <laughs> I've been using that a lot. I've been using it's clipped a lot. Like, So that essentially means like it's done, like it's finished. Like, let's say... You're always um, trying to invite somebody out. You know, we all have, you know, people that's been in our lives, um, past, future, present, that, like, you'll invite out all the time and they don't ever come out or they're flaky, which, I mean, hey, no disrespect, but just don't say you want me to invite you. Anyways, um, you know, there's (laughs) there's people who are like that. And then when you finally don't invite them and they see you on social media and you're like, dang, you didn't invite me. That's when you be like, yeah, not nah, me inviting you. That shit's clipped. You never show up. It's clipped. It's done. You're flaky. You don't ever come. It's clipped. And that's that what is fucking crazy. It's clipped. That nigga who keeps stressing you out and then you find out, like, like what's that one song? Um, Gold Digger on, on the 18th year, he found out it wasn't his. It's clipped. <laughs> that nigga who's stressing you out is clips. Nah, bro. Like we're no, done. it makes sense. So it makes sense. That's been my number one um lingo. Or or I'm gonna whenever winter comes, I'm gonna start using this again. Well, I guess it'd be cold here, but when people be like, it's mad brick outside. <laughs> <laughs> that whole brick. It's a brick as hell. It's outside. brick. It's a brick. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad brick outside. Bree told me that I better not be saying that in New York because they're going to be like, yo, Ma, where you from? Bro, and this bitch going to be like, Texas? They're going to be like, get the fuck out of here. They're going to be like, you trying to make fun of me? What is it? What's going on? What's going on in the world? What the heck is no, going on? No, what the on? fuck? No. What going on? Man, you know, we coming at y'all with the current event. I just want to quickly talk about, you know, me and Brie were discussing this and, you know, we was like, we need to make this a current event because this just sounds dumb as hell. So recently there was a TikTok of, you know, some guys talking about Sierra and Russell Wilson. And essentially they were saying a couple of things. They were saying that... um Sierra is dumb for leaving Future and she's uh only with Russell. I believe she was only with Russell for the money and they were saying that Russell's lame 
And essentially, we were just like, okay, so y'all just want her to be in a toxic situation. Bro, like, <laughs> again, uh, y'all be telling on yourselves. Because how do you, how can you really sit there and say, like, okay, because Russell's a fucking square. Like, that's what the dude kept repeating. He was like, he's square. Like, he's lame. Yeah. And it's probably because he got money yeah. that she's with him. Like, because how do you go from feature to... And I'm like, how do you go from a nigga that's toxic as hell <laughs> to... A, a man that actually wants to love and work on the relationship and then raise this other nigga's kid? Because he's raising... Because I'm like, y'all not talking about how Future has 15 baby mamas. Mm. Like, he literally... Make it make sense. Didn't he go on the interview with that one guy who be saying problematic things about black women and men? I don't remember his name, but he has glasses and he just... People call in and he just tears them to shreds Oh, Kevin Samuels. Yes, Kevin Samuels. I be forgetting his name all the time. Um, it's not worth knowing, bro. He went on. <laughs> Lol. Not it's not worth knowing. It's not. He went on an interview with Kevin and was and he was like, um, "Yeah, my problem is I just love beautiful women, and I don't know how to stop it." And he was like, "Okay, how much do you spend on them?" He was like, "Oh, about like two hundred." He's like, "Okay, no two hundred two two hundred dollars a month. That's pretty. That's fine." He was like, "Nah, two hundred thousand." And everybody was like, what? <laughs> and he just, he, but he does this and then like he entraps them and then he has babies with them. Like he literally said, like, he wants to stop. Like, you mean to tell me y'all gonna call her ridiculous for leaving a man who literally has already said multiple times he has an issue with women and having multiple women and showering random beautiful women because that's just, he loves them so much and he doesn't know how to be monogamous to a man who first of all helped her spiritually because what people don't understand is Sierra wanted to get back and you know she wanted to build up her spiritual growth again with God her spiritual connection with God and not saying that future I don't know anything about his religion thing I'm not gonna speak on that but what from what we do know with Russell he is you know very in you know touch with his spiritual side and that has also helped Sierra grow it's not just about first of all for y'all to even sit here and say she's with anybody for money like negating she, that she, she doesn't have her own fucking money. Like, yeah, like she's not Sierra Miss One Two Step. Exactly. Come like, on, like what? a boy. She was out here running the two thousands. She was the stallionese before Meg came on the before scene. Before like, Meg, she was out here dancing her fucking ass off. No one could touch her at all in the mid two thousands. At all. At all. And y'all gonna sit here and try to throw dirt on her name like this? I really feel like niggas just like to talk. No, like, some like, niggas I really just like do to hear their like, own voice. The niggas that be having these hot takes on stuff like this, I'm like, y'all are just comparing this to your personal lives. Like, niggas that are obsessed with Future just because of his toxicity, like, they're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I rock on my niggas, but a lot of my bitch. Like, niggas that <laughs> yeah. buy shit like that, like just say it's because you're truly unhappy with yourself therefore you don't have successful relationships therefore like you won't have a sustainable lifestyle because like if we're really gonna be real about it like i've actually heard real men have these conversations Mm -hmm. men that can't control themselves when it comes to women Mm -hmm. like go out of their way to date have sex with a bunch of women have a bunch of baby mamas and stuff like they're not going to live a substantial life. Like yeah. men that actually get married to good women. Yeah. And 
put care into having a good marriage yeah. and good long-term relationships, mm. they typically have a better life. <laughs> they do. Than They're others. Happier. Like, let's be real here. Look at how happy Russell be. That's another thing. When we were with, when we saw Sierra with Future, I did not see him show healthy displays of affection for her. Like, and you could also tell, like, in her music when she was with him, the difference. Mm -hmm. Because she was, like, turning into, I won't say turning into, but she was more susceptible to just being, like, his bitch, if you'd say. Because he's the type of nigga that will call his girlfriend or wife, like, that's my bitch. I'm sorry. A lot of y'all may not agree, but I don't agree with that. If I'm with somebody and he calls me his bitch, you don't really care about me. That's a really disrespectful term. It's it's disrespectful, I feel like, when a man says that. Unless y'all have a, an agreement about what that term means to you, then that's different. But for me, in my opinion, I call, me and my friends call each other that. It's a different thing. But if you have a significant other and y'all haven't already made that boundary and he'd be, like, talking to his friends, he'd be like, yeah, my bitch is in the room. Nigga, what? <laughs> like bro if a dude ever like talked about his girl like that to me i'll look him dead in his face and be like you're fucking foul and <laughs> she deserves better bro like because what like how and you gonna really sit here and talk better. about your woman like that your woman where's the respect there's none there and we for niggas see. to really be out here glorifying this type of behavior seek help please because that nigga future needs a therapist and most of y'all niggas need therapists out here too most of you <laughs> Like, because I was like, they were really sitting here having this conversation as if it was straight facts. Like, bro, what? What are and we actually I talking about? I feel like about? some niggas, because there was also, like, I watched the uh, the interview, too. It was a sports podcast. I had watched it, too. And I feel like for the men that don't agree, because there was one man where he was looking like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but was laughing it off and shit, but wasn't really saying much to counteract it. Because mm. I feel like most men that don't feel that way, they they just stay quiet. Like, mm. They don't want to speak up on it when it's obvious where it's like, bro, you tripping. Like, come on. Yeah. But what, like, is that them just being scared? Like, why don't they want to speak up? I mean, I just feel like that's, like, the same type of, like, I mean, I, me personally, I'm like, it's because y'all weak. But I also feel <laughs> you like it's just weak. one of those things where, like, weak men get around other weak men that have these horrible, like, displays of behavior mm-hmm. and they just let them get away with it like think about the niggas that be out here ready to kill a woman after rejection mm. niggas don't stop that shit niggas that be creeps be fucking like sexually assaulting women mm-hmm. and yet they still have a whole friend group of niggas that just let that shit slide and they knew like, it was gonna happen before it happened too all of them weak niggas like mm. that's the problem weak niggas like people be like <laughs> Y'all, y'all are man haters. Nah, bro. We don't hate all men. We don't. We just hate you weak niggas. Stand up. Like, y'all are the problem, and other real men will agree. Y'all are the fucking problem. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And and for all y'all that are saying that about us, I mean, take a look within yourself. <laughs> why does that bother you? Why does it bother you? We're going to ask y'all this question every episode. If you disagree, why does it bother you? Dissect it. because baby at the end of the day we gonna still make our money and still have healthy relationships with our niggas and that's that and that's that (laughs) you niggas that's that
Yes, y'all know what time it is. We're getting to the meat and potatoes, the nitty gritty. Yes, y'all. Y'all can see from the title. I know some of y'all. Y'all came here specifically because you saw the title and you was like, "Let me see what they say." Okay, (laughs) because we already did the other the other archetypes. We talked about fake nice guys, right? (laughs) Right. And now we're talking about their counterpart. Mm. Woo. We talk Ooh. about picnics, and we're going to get into it, and then we're going to ask you a very, you know, we're going to ask you a deep question at the end of it, you know what I'm saying? We're going to ask you if you are one. We go, So let's let's get through it, see if it ma- matches who you are, and how to, you know, dissect it, <laughs> and move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Okay, <laughs> bro. We're going to jump into it. Bro, so... We, you know, we like to come at y'all with the facts, as much facts as we can gather. This is a slang term. So a lot of the, you know, facts that we've gathered, people who, you know, gotten studies of a group of people and done, ran different tests and, you know, allowed them to show, express, you know, common traits and similarities of pick me. So we're going to just break down the definition of a pick me. Um, and this definition can vary, but all of it is basically the exact same. So the definition that we gathered was... <clears throat> A woman who goes out of their way to impress men and make them seem like they're not like other women. Um, so this is otherwise known as internalized misogyny. We're going to get into like the characteristics and stuff like that. But yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. Those women who will be like, oh, in order for you to get a good man, you need to do this, this and that. Or they try to live in the standards of what a man quote unquote traditionally thinks a woman should be. No, for real. And literally would do the absolute most either for male validation or male attention. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, when we were looking up, you know, some of the common traits and characteristics, I don't know if y'all know who Veronica Wells is, but she's an author of a book called Better Days. And she kind of really dissects and analyzes like different characteristics of what a pick me is also to see if maybe you've done some pick me behavior before and you didn't realize it. Cause I'm not going to hold you, bro. Like sometimes we do certain things. We don't know that the behavior we're doing can be very toxic to either. No, you're right. You're right. I can definitely look back. I've had some pick me behavior in the past and I cringe at that shit now. Mm, Like I hate it. Woo. I hate that I was ever like that bitch. Like stand up. Like I really just want to go back to my younger self and be like, weak in the knees you weak in the knees bro and you know what else i was thinking bro like some of our the older generation of women who be trying to teach new women new like our like our younger generation has very horrible pick me behavior yeah it's that very horrible misogyny like yes yes it's very very horrible so we gonna kind of get into the common traits and characteristics one of the first ones that like stuck out to us was you know some of these pygmies, a huge characteristics is that, you know, they shame other women, you know, for their choices, whether it's like their attire, sexual behavior, or, you know, certain practices that they have for like everyday life. Um, you know, we were just talking about like, these are the women that try to say, oh, this is how you score a good man. Let's say, let's say, and I had this happen to me, bro. You know, I went through a phase. Well, it's not even a phase because when the summer comes back, I'm getting my long nails back. I just been taking a break from my nails, but I used to get like very, very like long nails. Like I'm talking about Mm -hmm. claws, the DGs. And I had this one older black woman 
yes, I'm gonna we're gonna throw it out there. She was older and she was black, who told me, um, you know, wouldn't you wanna get some white tips instead? And I was like, What? And she was like, Yeah, like, you know, to attract more men because not like a lot of men don't like, you know, you looking gaudy like that. And I was like, Did they pay for my my set of nails or <laughs> Is like, like first of all, who are you giving me your unwanted opinion? <laughs> first of all, asking me questions by wouldn't you want to do this? How do you not know I already have a man? Yeah, like yeah, would let's you start not there. like to mind your own business and maybe focus on the men that you may not are or have in your life? Right. Cause last time I checked, Deborah, you got divorced three times and you did everything your husband's told you to do. So so Yikes. then what? Why why are you giving me relationship advice? But see, when we say that, then we're the bad guys, then we're disrespectful. but it really do be those older aunties the older aunties that have been divorced or are single trying to tell you what you should and should not be doing to get or keep a man and it's like ma'am why would I listen to you you don't even have one (laughs) what happened to Uncle Dante whoa (laughs) oh my god you had your short nails. Maybe you should have got them longer. Maybe that's what he would have liked. Right. He would still be here at Thanksgiving. Right. Because <laughs> the last Thanksgiving we had, I heard y'all in my mama's bathroom arguing, but that's neither here nor there. And now he's not here. And so, and now y'all saying, oh, we just separated. No. He gave you the divorce papers and you don't want to sign them. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, it, it it's really that bad. And I be feeling like... I be holding myself bad because <laughs> I really just be like, y'all look so silly. Like, yeah. what is wrong with you? Or like another example, they attempt to make themselves more appealing for the sake of men. So like mm-hmm. they'll broadcast how well mm-hmm. uh, you should treat a man in a relationship to get their attention or to keep a man. Like, for example, they'll be like, uh, you know, you, I cook, I clean, mm-hmm. I fuck good, you know, I'll let you, you know, do whatever you want, mm-hmm. and all this, and it's like, girl, you mm-hmm. are broadcasting all of this, and you're not even guaranteed the actual attention that you're seeking, like, that's the right. sad part of it all, like, you're, you're, you're putting all of this out there, and he still may not choose you, like, Bro, he's embarrassing, like, is that not embarrassing for you, like, are, are you, you not, not embarrassed? embarrassed? Bro, like, that's a really good because I feel like um, I don't know if you like saw that tweet or it was like a post that Amara La Negra I'm trying to make sure Mm -hmm. I'm saying her name right she had posted on social media and it was a picture of her in a bodycon dress with Lysol first of all we didn't know what the hell she was making this post for but she was (laughs) with her boyfriend they were not married and she was cleaning his bathroom which there's no problem with that again everybody has their own different things that they want to do but the caption is what the pro- problematic thing was. And it was like, um, a woman, a man's house is a reflection of the woman that he keeps. And everybody was like, first of all, if this nigga's house is dirty, this nigga's house, we're not together. This is a nigga that you go and see on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Is dirty. That's not a reflection of me. That's a reflection of why can't he um, keep a better quality of life for himself? No, really. Because I'm like, if you're really going to sit there and take that stance about, like, a man's house and cleanliness, yeah. if that man is not clean yeah, and expects you to just come in and then clean and stuff, like, he's not getting to the bottom of it. Like, yeah. And I really do believe in, you know, the saying how the state 
of your house or your home, like if it's messy, it's like a direct reflection of your mind. Yes. Oh, right? wow, wow, so, wow. So with that mindset, if a man has never put in effort to keep his home, his personal space mm. clean and tidy, mm-hmm. what does that say about him as a man? Mm. It sounds like chaos. And it sounds like as soon as you jump into that relationship, it's going to be chaotic. Because if he, if, he, if he doesn't care about himself, we damn sure know he doesn't care about you. Like, but we'll expect you to clean it up. What it sounds like is, sis, like, you may end up cleaning up his house and his life for the next bitch. Yeah, because, again, these, she's, they weren't, ma- that, like, that's what people were saying. They are like, this is completely different if, like, let's say you're married. And I know there's, like, a huge debate on it. It's like, why should I wait to see what this person can do for me until marriage? And it's not that. It's the fact that you're expecting somebody to deliver wifely duties and you're there. You have not wiped them up. Yeah. It's it's, it's expecting for your husband to give you, it's like saying that you want your husband to be, or your boyfriend to be the sole provider of everything. And you have not even once talked about, you know, how serious you want this relationship to be or what you see for each other in the future. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's just literally you're being the wife or the husband without a ring, which it can be, which again, everybody has a different relationship. But in my opinion, that can be very bad because if y'all end up not being together, like you said, you just clean this person's life up for the next person. And that's that's really what be happening because yeah. I have been that next person that walked in the relationship. Yeah. And that's why a lot of women be bitter. Yeah. I get wow. it. But it's like, sis, you don't have to do that then. <laughs> like, mm. Mm. it's sad, but it's real. It really is. And, you know, women like this, you know, we've already said, like, so these are some toxic traits. But another toxic trait that kind of, like, triggers me is you know there there's also the women who like want to have the male gaze or you know contribute to like male attention by like being that woman that's like agreeing when let's say a woman gets abused or something and she's like oh well what did she do like always wanting to know what the woman did when she was assaulted abused etc and so you know that's just fooling fueling the argument you know that the woman is to blame you know, for aggressive male reaction or aggressive male attention. And it's like, it's so disgusting. That's so, why are you as a woman questioning another woman Mm. about her being assaulted or abused? You know what though? This also stems from the older generation because I've been around older women who'll be like, why is she jogging at night? It's like, she want to get kidnapped. They like, and it's the exact same as what your uncle would say. No, you're right, you're right, because we talked about this before, too. Yes, a lot of those you know, black families they be protecting those uncles that have molested mm-hmm. the actual women in that family mm-hmm. for what, mm-hmm. but then or- just want to just want to put a band aid over the situation, never really you know serve him consequences, mm-hmm. but want to just tell the other women in the family, like, you know just just dress more presentable just you know don't don't go around him or like stay around him like alone when it's like why is he here you know he shouldn't even be around and he shouldn't it shouldn't be a question of 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 what we're doing that's presentable or not exactly it shouldn't be you're fooling the argument you're fooling honestly you're also fueling that dangerous behavior and 
I that's why I feel like you know trigger warning but I feel like we're not really gonna see that much of a difference in holding and people holding men and women who say that things accountable for when women mm-hmm. get like raped and I I remember specifically being with one of the adult female figures in my life at one point and we were going to a mall and this lady had on um she had on like a bodycon uh skirt and dress like it was like a two-piece mm-hmm. um sorry it's so like skirt and top it was like a two-piece and the lady the woman that was with the lady was like oh you know she's dressing like a horse so she shouldn't you know be surprised if she gets treated like one and I remember being like whoa like what because the- <laughs> I'm like do you hear what you're saying it Despicable. does not matter what she's wearing. And you're a woman to say that. Like, what? They, they, right they be now. feeding into it. They, they be, be feeding, feeding into, into it, it, thinking, okay, you know, so obviously if I agree with this, you know, that, that'll give me a better chance for more right. men to right. want me if I'm on the same side as them. And it's like, why would you want to be on Why would you want to be with a man that does shit like that? Exactly. Like, ooh, ooh. I, I also had this other example, bro. When, when let's say you're watching some television or the news with um, um, a mother or uh, older adult figure that's female, and let's say um, somebody was on the news and like the man was beating his wife. Here she go. Oh, she was probably having a smart mouth, and he pro- she probably needed to get slapped. If you want her to learn something, you need to beat her. I've heard that from a lot of adult women in my life. And I'm like, this is so triggering. <laughs> Y'all, I'm, I'm sitting up on my knees right now because I'm. <laughs> it's just very triggering, bro. And it's, I'm like, it's so sad. This is what this is what's going to continue to cause um, a negative like catalyst effect in female behavior and female insecurities as well. I mean, we see it. We 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 honestly see that in every day because, like you said, it is these older women from like the older generations that have passed this ideology down. Yeah, because like, it's, it, it's as simple as the way the difference in how they raise their daughters compared yeah. to raising their sons. They mm. raise some of their sons, coddling them, telling mm. them like these violent behaviors are okay, mm. mm-hmm. and then also simultaneously raising their daughters to say, "Hey, because he does this, you need to do X, Y, Z." Ooh, it's, and just ooh. accept it yes bro it's like if you do that shit if you're a parent and you do that shit right now <laughs> you need to uh talk to somebody you need to talk to somebody and work on that because you are not helping your child you're not helping your and child. i do not have to be a parent to say that look because there's gonna be people in the comments well you're, y'all aren't parents y'all don't know no but we know we have been parented correct okay so we know healthy parent behaviors or we know parent behaviors that has helped us in a healthy manner and that has not because no parent is perfect and we understand that but also you can't use that as an excuse for tearing down your children that that also reminds me of another example so like pick me is they also take outrageous and unnecessary actions for the sake of proving to a man that they love them so like Mm -hmm. for example they do the most for a nigga just to show their mm-hmm. loyalty, submissiveness, mm. or like their need for them. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. think about it, like the same women that, you know, broadcast, like, you know, they're submissive, mm-hmm. they'll let their man do anything to them, for them, you know, just to show that they're, they love them and are loyal to them. Just for the same niggas that 
out here preach about how they need a woman to be submissive and and how you know they expect a woman to take care of them and hold them down even Ooh. when they fuck up in life and stuff like that like why would you want that for yourself like think about it like mm. you're not benefiting out of this it's like a like, healthy relationship is about balance this yeah. is a huge imbalance like yeah. you're just coming in the blind leading the blind yeah. <laughs> a man that's not leading and you're just allowing him to blindly lead you to where hell bitch like he not yes. leading anywhere good <laughs> if he's not living his own life right how yeah. do you expect him to do the same with you and then bring children into that situation like mess it's all a mess it is all a mess. It's a it's a huge fucking mess, and it's like at this point, what are you living for? Are you living for the sake of man? Is that is why that, are you that giving it? your loyalty to someone that does not respect you? Yeah. Uh, I oh god, like too many people be giving their loyalty to people that don't deserve it. Mm. Like lo- loyalty and respect is earned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for, for people to just hand that out like it's nothing. That yeah. says a lot about how much you respect yourself. And that's really what it comes down to. Like, I feel like a lot of pygmies, they lack self-respect. Mm, that's They lack self-respect. They have a lot of insecurities that they don't know how to unpack. Um, or they're also not willing to unpack because they want a specific life. They want to be in a specific lifestyle. So in their minds, they're like, well, I have to put aside exactly how I feel. I have to put aside my morals, my values in order to fulfill this lifestyle, mm-hmm. this ideal, quote unquote, ideal lifestyle that they have for themselves. Mm-hmm. And with that also goes hand in hand with since I'm trying to cover up for this man and his flaws. I'm not going to hold him accountable. So that's an, another characteristic. The only unwillingness to hold men accountable for anything. These are the same women who defend a man that steps out of their relationship by pointing out flaws of their female car- counterparts. This is it this should be so sad. Like, oh, she got Do you know how many times like I've like actually in real life sat down with women that were cheated on or disrespected by their partners and then blamed themselves for it? Wow. I'm like, sis. Wow. What? Wow, wow, wow. That's powerful, though. It happens so often. And it's like, girl, no. One, uh, another person's actions isn't a direct reflection of you, okay? It's a a direct reflection of how they feel about themselves and your relationship, but not you. You you know, I don't know if y'all watch... um, loving hip-hop but there's this really it's an old episode with um who was Remy Ma's friend oh Ra Ali it was Ra Ali and Tahiti and they were they were like really good friends at one point but y'all know Ra she be doing a lot of questionable shit she to me she can be a pick me in a lot of instances and Tahiti was posting on Instagram you know some some modeling pictures of like her you know not being fully clothed but oh effing well it's her freaking body um mm-hmm. and she was basically you know uh talking to Ra about like the situations the problems that she was having with Joe which is her um her boyfriend at the time Joe Budden and y'all know that nigga can also be very problematic and Ra was essentially like well all all, all y'all's arguments that y'all are having is probably because you're half naked on social media so every this is her friend that's like you telling me or me telling you Either, vice versa, all the problems you're having is beca- probably because you're showing your ass. Like, 
<laughs> not including the fact that Joe cheats on her every other day. And I was like, for you to sit here and tell me that, first of all, you're not a friend. <laughs> and you're also not holding him accountable for the detrimental things that he's done to me. And you want me to stay in this toxic ass relationship. Right? Because it's like, if, if you're really a friend and you really care, you would actually be saying, okay, leave that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Not telling me is my fault. Bro. And, and then suggest, okay, well, maybe you should do this. Like, yeah. like may- maybe if, if you were to, you know, to just listen to him and have him explain why he, like, why would mm. I sit here and listen mm. to a person that disrespected me in our relationship Give me reasons as to why. Because there's no reason as to why they did it. It has to do with me. Okay? Exactly. Oh, God. That's that's how some of these friends are, though. That's how some of these women are, too. Shit. Bro. And and speaking of friends, because that's another (laughs) thing. Pick-me's also shows up in friendships. Because Mm. these women, they'll ruin their friendships or put they're friends in dangerous situations. Like, I too have been in situations like this because of this. Mm-hmm. Like, these women were literally put down there. Like, they'll get around a group of niggas and all of a sudden they start talking shit about their friends, making fun of them, mm-hmm. or allow them to be in dangerous situations just for the, like, sake of male attention. Like, they'll sit there and allow their their friends to, like, go to a nigga's house and basically, like, insinuate that, you know, you, I mean, you know how niggas are, like, Oh, are you trying to hang out? Like, bring your friend. Bring your friend. Yeah, Y'all know what yeah. the fuck that shit means. Yeah. And if you explicitly tell your friend, okay, I'm not trying to do anything with his friend. Like, I'm not really, like, trying to do that, honestly. Right. But, like, she really wants to go and be with this nigga. Like, why do you have to drag your friend in that situation and basically insinuate that she is down with that shit? And she's not. Now your friend is in a dangerous situation. Ooh, wow. It's really that fucking simple. Do you know how scary that is? Because you know that that's very f- common in a lot of women friendships. Mm-hmm. That's very, very common where it's, what is it saying? Um, when your friend understands the assignment. How do you know that, that though? Because some friends will do stuff because they love their friends so much. And, you know, they've told them, oh, I'm not too sure. But that friend is like begging them. No, please, please. I really like him. And now we're in there and I'm with his little ugly ass friend. And he's trying to touch on my shoulders. And I'm about to take out my knife and stab his ass. Look, and now you're an accomplice in murder. Oh, God. And now what? And now what? All because you wanted to fuck a nigga. Because that's the thing. I'd be like, that shit ain't got shit to do with me. Why do I have to be here? Like, why do I got to be included? Girl. Bro. If and you I... don't just go to that nigga's house yourself. Oh. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Oh, God. Oh, God. I like that, you know, you know, we're talking about experiences and stuff. Cause I'm not, I'm I'm gonna be dead ass honest, man. I was in a situation where the I I had a friend who every time there was a male around, she would like put down other friends mm-hmm. to make herself look better, and I never understood it. And I was like, why are you doing that? But it was to make her look like the better um, option if he decided to choose. Like we're on the freaking uh, what is it called? A conveyor belt, and somebody's picking out the like latest toy like women like that makes makes gives off the vibe that women are objects they and i'm like real niggas i mean some niggas will eat that shit up (laughs) 
Yeah. They'll eat that shit up. But real niggas, like, that shit turns them off so fucking quick. Like, they be picking on that shit just as much as, like, we do. Yeah. And it's embarrassing because they'll actively look over those type of women. They'll look over those pick-me's and go after their friends. And now she's mad. Mm. Now she's mad at her, her so-called friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And has an attitude and shit or try to cock block or some mm-hmm. shit because she's not getting the attention. Ooh. That should be so embarrassing, girl. Like, I've also been in a situation like that where, like, we were out and mm-hmm. this girl swore she was the baddest one in the group, like, actually was saying that shit, and mm. then, like, get around a group of niggas, and they not trying to pay her no attention. They actually, like, one nigga actually says, like, you doing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of us laugh, and she mad. And it's like, bro, but you were out here talking shit about us. And now look at you. Embarrassing. It's Embarrassing. Funny. It's funny that you said these. There's this TikTok of this guy who makes fun of, like, pick me's. And he was like, you know, like when the guys be like dressing up in the wigs and they pretend to be the girl. Mm-hmm. And he was like, this they were out, they were all out. It was a group of friends. And the guy was complimenting his friend's uh makeup. And he was like, Oh my gosh, like you you look really good. Like and then the guy was like, actually, it took her ten hours to do her makeup. And like the guy keeps ignoring him. And he was like, Yeah, yeah. So do you work out? Do you like to jog? And the friend's like, Yeah, I jog like every now and then. He's like, Well, yeah, it's cause she was obese at first, and so she had to lose the weight. <laughs> and the guy stops and- bro like, he's like yeah like she's failing her class right now <laughs> and it's like bro what <laughs> why like, did he have to know have to my we are in a club <laughs> we, are- we are turning up why are you telling me about this bitch's test scores what is- <laughs> like what does that have to do with anything that stems from insecurities bro i really feel like that's the main thing like you said pick me's it's insecurities internalize internalized misogyny and it's just a lack of self-respect. Bro, and I'm like, and y'all think that shit is cute or y'all think that shit is like you having game? No. First of all, yeah. if you get a man like that as a pick-me, if you get a man <laughs> by talking down other women, like you're dirty backing. Like, I, like that's not Ooh. like real shit, bro. Like, yeah. you're not winning in this situation. Like, I hope you're y'all not. know that. Like, you're really not. Again, that day, I died laughing because this girl was doing the absolute most. And this nigga was like, you doing a lot. <laughs> and she shut up for the rest of the night. Good. Good. And then she was mad talking about I'm ready to go. Like, no, we we're not here. We're not ready to go. We're having a good time. <laughs> I'm actually trying to stay here till after close. So. Like, what are you talking about? Man, but that's how it is. Like once they realize I can't get attention from putting others down, they really have to figure out how to be themselves and they don't know how to be themselves genuinely or they really hate themselves and they were trying to avoid that. Bro, or like the same ones where like mm. I've also was in it. <laughs> I just be in all of these experiences oh. and, I <laughs> and that should be hilarious to me. I was also in a situation, this was in the same group where the same pick me bitch was mm-hmm. like going in about how you know like she doesn't like wear wigs and she doesn't do her like she doesn't feel like she had to do her makeup and stuff and like is this better to be natural men like more like natural women despite like you know the whole bad bitch thing on social media and all this stuff and then mm-hmm. the other friend was fed up because she was just like okay well that's why you look like a hot mess like don't be mad or maybe you just can't afford the upkeep like don't be mad at me just because you decide to live your life that way that has shit to do with me bitch just because i'm thriving (laughs) you can take tips 
you can't do it. Like, just say the lifestyle isn't fit for you. Bro. And that's fine. But, like, again, you don't have to tear down another person to make your point. Like, if you really say, like, okay, I'm just doing this for myself, like, you don't, mm. obviously, you wouldn't have to go to the extent, like, the links that you go to to mm. tear down another person in order mm. to make that point. That's that's how you can all that's a telltale sign. Like that's how you can always tell a pick me is if they go to the links to compare themselves to others to put someone else down just to make themselves seem more important. Wow, and it's so sad how common that experience is. Mm -hmm. You've had that experience. I've had that experience. I know friends have had that. It's very sad how common that experience is. And pick me is all in all, they just don't help. (laughs) They don't help at all. They're just like nice guys and. Like, it. this is really impacted, I feel like, to me, like, because, you know, some of us are in the streets right now. We dealing with all this new age dating and shit like that. And mm-hmm. I feel like people like pick me's and nice guys. This really impacts the dating scene so much. Like, for pick me, this just fuels, because since it's internalized misog- misogyny, it's going to fuel misogyny and the male ego. So you're going to mm-hmm. get, you're going to go out on these dates and niggas are going to already have this idea because there are bitches who agree with them. Yeah, it, it just emboldens like, like uh, it emboldens those grimy ass niggas, those weak ass niggas. Yes, bro. Because they're like, oh, okay, see, like this bitch is agreeing with me, and they really will say this bitch is agreeing agree with me because <laughs> they don't they don't see you as an equal counterpart. They bro. don't respect you. They see I'll, you as a bitch. Uh, oh, they God. see you as an object. But like, love it. <laughs> come on now. But like bitches uh, will hear that and be like, oh my God, like. Bro, mm-hmm. Cassie is so real. Like Cassie from Euphoria, Woo! how she was doing all that. Like tonight, you can control what I eat. You can control what I wear. Bro, what? And that nigga left her the first chance he got. <laughs> she is the epitome of a pick me who's gone. Who's gone dark? They're already dark, but who's gone darker? She threw her friend in the bus. First of all, I don't give a damn who you are. If you fuck with your friends, I don't care if they were separated. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. This is a, a nigga that you know your friend has gone through the ringer with. And you've seen everything that happened, the flaws that he didn't like in her and vice versa. Literally consoled her. Consoled her. And you use that to your, y'all. I had to take my glasses off and fold them up because this is real. And you and you <laughs> and you use that to your advantage and go after him you're sick and you need help and there's a lot of cassies like that out in the world and there's a lot of undercover cassies like that out in the world oh it don't be those boy crazy friends yep yep i guarantee y'all to y'all that's listening and it has been like right yup they they spitting facts Mm -hmm. y'all know for a fact you women y'all experience those boy crazy girls and Mm. nine times out of ten they turn out to be pick me's they turn out to be pick me. Nine times yep. out of ten. Guaranteed. Yep. A bitch who will put your life in danger for a nigga is a pick me. I don't care what nobody says. She's a menace to society. She's like, a <laughs> bitches like, do not come around me, okay? Because I will hurt your feelings. Um, yeah, because I'm too. Like, yeah. yeah, I just can't be having that shit around me. Because, bitch, what? Nah, bro. They're going to have to. Bro, they're going to have to get. Like, now since we're older. And you try to do that, you gonna have to get your ass beat because that's like we talked about before. Some people aren't gonna learn until they actually get their ass beat. Yeah, a lot of you people like just never been like, yeah, you never got your ass beat before. You never mm-hmm. been checked. They never. <laughs> so 
<laughs> just don't come around here because it's definitely gonna happen <laughs> at this age at this point in time don't come around here bro so to be honest bro before because we gonna ask y'all the, the biggest question of the night but before we do that we just want to talk about a huge takeaway of being a pick me bro and Honestly, it doesn't benefit you. Before we even, like, it does not benefit you in the long run. It doesn't benefit you. It doesn't benefit the women that are coming after you. And I know people are like, why do I give a fuck about this? The only person it benefits is this weak-ass nigga you trying so hard for. Exactly, exactly. And then in the long run, is it really going to benefit you? Like, benefit him in the long run? Mm. Because nine times out of ten, it's just going to end in mess. It's going to end in mess. Unless you can thrive in a toxic, unbalanced, controlling relationship, which... None of us can, I feel like, actually thrive in that. Some of us. I'm about to say, do you know of a time? Because I, I can't recall. Some, some <laughs> of us are just trained to deal with it. But even when you're trained to deal with it, you're a chaotic mess on the inside. You're not happy. Mm. You're not happy. You're not joyful. That's gone, baby. You not not you just connected to somebody with trauma, and now you're causing generational trauma because if you imagine if you end up having kids with them and that's how a lot of the situations turn they do Mm. bring kids into it Mm. wow that's really scary so i you know what i'm saying like ask yourself before you decide you know like can, can, can you thrive in this relationship actually thrive actually have a a positive outlook on life have positive growth and be able to share that with others I don't know, mm. man. I, I, Everything I, I that we talked about today. Mm. <laughs> ask yourself, do any of those match up? <laughs> have you done? Have you actually, not you experienced by someone else doing, have you personally done any of these things? Mm. Ask yourself that. Can I too be a pick me? Bro, did I, did I look at that girl and say, she should wear something else, otherwise she's gonna get the want wrong male attention. Did you ask yourself that? Because you no, know for you real. It. Or like you know, you know that that one TikTok that has uh, also went viral recently, where a girl was saying how uh, she prefers to have like she needs to have more bad baddie friends or more bad bitch friends, and was mm. essentially like throwing her friends under the bus. Like was essentially saying her friends weren't bad. And was oh. just like, yeah, they just don't pull, like, enough men or, like, the men that I'm trying to pull. So, like, I just need more friends that look more like me. And the sad part is, like, she really wasn't that bad. Like, that was that was the sad part. Like, bitches was in her comments, like, it's crazy because you're not even bad. You're not even that cute. Saying this. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't even pull the niggas you talking about pulling. Can you really? And like, if, like and you, if- you thinking it's your friend's problem, but... Mm-hmm. But also, if your whole thing is to get somebody off of pure looks, how is that relationship going to turn out? But that shit is like, but that also happens a lot. Like, have you ever had a girl be like, oh, my God, you're so pretty. You're so cute. I just want to be your friend. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That shit happens a lot, bro. Like, what do you mean you want to be my friend just because I'm cute? Girl, Mm. what? Like, that's a huge red flag. That's a huge red flag because that means if you're looking solely on my appearances, you're already thinking and planning out in your head, how can I use this to my advantage and to uplift me? Exactly. How can Wrong I use intentions. this? You do, you do not need that. <laughs> you do not. Stop that, girl. 
Yeah, you know, some, bro, some of y'all, y'all just need to get a good smack to the throat. Stop no, all that. You just acting stupid. Man, that's dumb. <laughs> are you a pick me, bro? We asking you right now. Are you a pick me? Are you? And if you are, bro, if you can, if you can just dissect that and try to figure out, you know, where that stems from, and want to get help, bro. At least you're going down the right path, but you need to hold yourself accountable first. Because we know oh, you need to hold these niggas accountable. So let's start with holding yourself accountable first. Figure out why you would pick me, this, this, and that. And then we're going to move on from there. Okay, Thanks. look within. Look inner. Okay, stop focusing on everybody else for once. Bro, sounds like that's what you've been struggling with. Focus mm. on yourself. <laughs> it might be scary. You might not even know yourself. But do it. It's necessary, okay? Because, again, speaking as a person that used to be a pick-me, like, when I was younger, mm-hmm. and I grew from that shit, yeah, mm-hmm. never the fuck again, bitch. Never the fuck again. <laughs> shit. Because as for us, we gonna live life the way we see fit, and that is not succumbing to these stupid-ass behaviors and putting friends in dangers over niggas. Nah, can't do that. Never that. <laughs> Where we at? Where we going? What we doing? Where we going? What we doing? Where we going? It's time for places to be and people to see. Yes, bro. We are here live coming at you with some nice places that y'all need to go. Hey, yo. So recently, I told y'all, you know, we I've been going out these past couple of weekends and shit. Mm-hmm. I went to this place called Mikosina, which stands for my kitchen. Okay. And it was a great, it, it was just a beautiful time to be alive. It was a time to be alive. Um, we went and I got, um, it was these brisket quesadillas. Yo, when I tell y'all that hoe was bussin', bussin'. I've never had brisket quesadilla before. Like, I've never had that. And the brisket was, like, slow cooked. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was dipping it in some salsa and some sour cream and some avocado. It was bomb. Bro, I um, love that. When you could do, when you have all these different toppings and dippings. Yes. This we having a good old time. What else? This, bro, yes, they gave me the works, bitch. They gave me the works. And then um I had this nice uh, fruity drink. You know, every time I go out, I don't know why. I, I always get the um I always get a, I always ask for a sweet and strong drink, and their drinks was freaking fire, bro. It's also a very nice uh, setting, because I went to the Mikosina, it was kind of like in Carrollton, and they have a beautiful outside patio that you can go to, and also on the inside, it just looks very aesthetically pleasing, very much so like, Mm. are we here on a formal business lunch, or are we here because we enjoy life, and we top-notch women? That's literally how I felt (laughs) and the waitresses the waiters the hostess and the hosts they were very nice they were very um they checked up on us a lot you know they they tended to everything and I just had an overall great experience I was spilling the 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 drinks the the their chips and salsa was bussing oh it was just a great time so if y'all ever you know want to have a great y'all like Tex-Mex food and y'all want to you know just enjoy you know, just some good good quality time. I would suggest Mikosina. I've only been to the one in Carrollton. Uh, I've been to, a, I think I've been to one in just North Dallas as well. But 
either way you go, I feel like either um, whatever chain you go to, you're going to have a great time. It, it, was, it was a great experience, and I would definitely go back. So, yeah, y'all check it out. Miko Cena, just type it in. Yeah, it's going to be nice. It's going to be a great experience. No, it really is. I've had Miko Cena before, too. And mm-hmm. it might be in, in different cities because they have one here in Tulsa. Mm, okay, then. So, yeah, so I don't, y'all, yeah. y'all look them out. Y'all look out for them. Search yeah. it up. Me Casino. Because it is good. It is, bro. But okay, okay. I, I also have a restaurant I want to shout out to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here in Tulsa. Um, mm-hmm. Recently went here. I honestly, one thing about me, if I experience something that I like, I'm doing it again and again and again. Mm. Like, I went to this restaurant for the first time. Like me and my boyfriend just went there for drinks one day mm-hmm. and then had some appetizers. And they were like, okay, we're going to come back. So then we went for brunch and they were like, okay, we got to come back for dinner. See mm-hmm. the dinner menu, what that's about. <laughs> and so then I went to a dinner with a friend. I caught up with a friend one night and we had drinks and dinner there. And then I went back again. <laughs> <laughs> and Y'all, back again. it's this place called Roosevelt's here in Tulsa. One, it's like, it gives like that vibe of like old money, classy. Mm. Like it has the brown leather tufted booth seats. Ooh, I like that. It has like the darker lighting in the inside. They have like a enclosed patio, lots mm-hmm. of plants um, in the on the walls and things like that. It it's really 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 like cute. Like to me, it it it's a different type of style. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the ambiance that's in there, like again, like it just gives me like old like classy vibes. Oh, um, but essentially, it's like an American like restaurant. They sell um, all different types of food. Like it ranges from like burgers, sandwiches, but they also have like tacos. Ooh. Um, they have some vegetarian, vegan options, mm-hmm. some good salmon, fish, steak, like. You can pretty much get anything, and then they also have, like, a bunch of, like, beers and, like, champagne on tap. Mm -hmm. So, um, the different times that I went, again, I tried so many different things on the menu. Like, a lot of it is top tier. Mm -hmm. You're going to find something. Like, I would say most people would find something that they would like Mm -hmm. on the menu. Um, Really good portions. The drinks were fire. And for once, like, I'm not really a beer drinker. Mm -hmm. But when me and my boyfriend went back one night, we sat at the bar and ate. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna try one because they okay. have like a they have it set up on which ones on tap, and they have these screens with like the number, so you can just tell the bartender like the number to like pour it up for you, right. and they give you different like sizes. So we got like a sample size. It was like I think it was like four ounces, mm-hmm. um, and so I was just trying like different beers to see like what I liked, and you know, I, I found out more of a cider type of girl. Oh, okay, it, it, it's like it's like a it gives me like alcoholic apple juice and i like it oh yeah 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 like we had like this peach this peach cider girl Mm -hmm. it was it was nice that sounds really really good so if you're going for like uh you could go here for like a romantic vibe for like a date night you could go here for like again catching up with a friend for drinks like have a good time because i was definitely we did shambongs that night Mm. i was having a good time catching up i was getting real lit <laughs> um, <laughs> bitches was lit. Bitches' eyes was jiggling. Okay, it, my eyes were jiggling, <laughs> um, and I was laughing real loud. <laughs> That's when you know you drunk, bro. Like when you start getting a little loud, yeah. And people, cause bro, and I feel like when people be seeing me like having a good time, or like at least like 
if they see other people having a good time, they automatically want to be a part of it. Because like, yeah. a, a lot of times me and her was laughing and a key can real loud. Like other people was looking over smiling. Like I wouldn't know what they're talking about. Right. <laughs> I want to be a part of that combo. Damn, this person in front of me boring. That's dumb. Well, there's that. <laughs> but um, again, it's a really good place called Roosevelt's. If you're ever in um, Tulsa, check it out. It's located off of Cherry Street. There's a lot of other bars and restaurants on that strip as well. Mm-hmm. So y'all check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Bitches with. Yes. Bitches with short torsos. Y'all know what time it is. I'm telling you a series of unfortunate events (laughs) that happened. So, y'all, this is your girl, Brie. And y'all know I went on a cruise recently in March. Uh, And the cruise and stuff, I had a really good time. Like, it was just me. We had, me and my boyfriend, we had a vacation. We went to a couple countries. Um, ate a lot of good food, met some sweet people, but there were definitely some unfortunate, like, events that happened <laughs> throughout. Oh, gosh. For one, bro, we, the cruise that we were on, apparently, it was, like, the first time that they had a full cruise since COVID. So it was already kind of oh. disorganized. Like, it wasn't prepared for the amount of people that showed up. So, like, essentially, like, getting on the cruise was, like, a three-hour process, was waiting in long-ass lines. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was definitely an experience. You um, said three hours? Damn, that's Yes, dumb. bitch. Like, got there. We had our check-in appointment time. It was, like, at 1230. We got there at 12. Oh, gosh. Didn't actually make it on the ship until, like, almost three. <gasps> so, the ship itself was supposed to be leaving at four. Didn't leave until 530 for the amount of people after us that were still trying to get on. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it, people didn't know where to go once they got on there. So, we were also, like, once everyone got on the ship, you're supposed to, like, go through like an orientation process, like a quick little, um, basically your muster station where if, you know, Titanic happened, like the ship is sinking or some shit, you go to this group and y'all get your life jackets, y'all hop in a boat and get off the the ship pretty much. Um, So they have to like kind of explain that process, how to use a life jacket, like where to go, like stuff like that. Um, So once they got everyone on the ship, it took time for them to get to their groups to go to that orientation. Wow. Okay. So we couldn't leave until that happened. Like, literally, there was a point where the announcer, like, the ship director had to keep coming on the announcement and ended up actually calling people's names out. Like, let's list (laughs) the names and was like, go to your muster station. We got playing. (laughs) (laughs) These niggas got fed up. They said, hey, man. They was fed the fuck up, bitch. And we were, too. Because at that point, we was hungry. We was ready for the vacation to start. I was like, damn, this is a rocky start. So after that, we finally got some drinks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We got some food. And we was like, okay, we're going to turn this around, right? Right. And for the most part, we did. Like, overall, we had a good experience. But there were definitely a lot of moments, like, dealt with a lot of entitled people. Oh, that's dumb. Um, There were definitely, like, some moments. There was a moment I did cuss a man out. Um, okay. okay. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, when we were in Belize, there wasn't, like, an actual port right. where the cruise ship could port at for people mm-hmm. to, like, visit the country Belize. So, there was, like... 
boats, like ferry boats that were coming from the coast of Belize to the ship in the middle of the fucking water, right? Okay. And they were on a rotation every 15 minutes. They fill up a ship, they fill up a ferry boat, and the boat mm-hmm. goes and dock people. They bring another ferry boat. That's how it was running. That was the process. Okay. Um, to get off the ship, you have to like scan your um, ship and go card where it has like all of you, like they scan that. It has all of your information, your name, date of birth, um, where you, you stand out on the cruise, like all of that. So just in case if something does happen to you and, and you know, you don't end up back on the ship when it's time for everyone to leave, they know who to go like call for. Okay. So right. um, did all that. It was a process. Right. Granted, it was probably about like mm, 10 to like 12 minutes, like almost 15 minutes. Right. Um, and we're all just waiting on the ferry boat for it to get full. They have long. to That's wait until everyone gets on the boat before the boat can leave, right? Well, like common right. sense, you would think. Um, but <laughs> oh, there were God. some entitled assholes that were getting upset. Um, I don't even have to say who they are. Y'all already know. Um, Back of the hand. And, and the, for the most part, all of the workers on the cruise mm-hmm. were minorities. Right. So it already pisses me off when people talk crazy to minorities that are just doing their fucking job, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's this entitled prick that was sitting there huffing and puffing in his seat, turning red. And I remember, like, turning to, like, my nigga and was just like, you see this crazy-ass white man over there? Yeah. And <laughs> he was just like, yeah, he tripping. And so <laughs> we're still sitting, literally, they're helping people on the ship. This man stands up, walks over to one of the workers that's helping people on the boat talking about I can't fucking believe this we've been here for almost 40 minutes when are we gonna leave and I said if you don't sit your stupid ass down and let them do their fucking job the fuck is wrong with you wow like they're just doing their job hey they could sink us right now bro (laughs) like literally if you have a problem how about you find your own fucking way to get to yeah Belize from here cause what the fuck and so uh, then he oh went back to his um, seat sat his ass down. and sat the fuck down Yeah. Um, and then was just staring at me. And so me and my nigga was staring back at him like, say something else. Because say- <laughs> I'll go off on you and your ugly ass family. Niggas sunburned on the second day of the cruise. How are you already burnt? We only <laughs> been out here for 33 hours. What are you talking about? <laughs> what the the fuck sun don't even about? like your ass. And you trying to talk to somebody else, like, bro. Reese, so, sit your stupid ass down. <laughs> <laughs> sit your stupid ass down somewhere. And niggas did. They and then there were other like down. experiences where you know we came across a lot of coons on the ship. No. Like when me and my boyfriend travel, like as black people, you know, we we try to be friendly and try to make friends with other black people. Like you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you can't help but to you know feel the vibes, you right? Know? So we were trying to do that, and we were coming across a lot of like bitch ass coons like <laughs> there was one experience when we was in an elevator and it was a black couple they were a little bit older than us like probably like in their 30s okay and you know we was trying to make small talk because we was making small talk with everybody mm-hmm. and um like they were not trying to talk to us and we were like <laughs> okay cool because some people don't want to talk and that's fine look we know how to read fine. a room yeah so we were just kind of like oh, okay and then this white couple gets on and then all of a sudden, the nigga in the black couple becomes a comedian. It was being all friendly with the white couple. And we was uh, like, 
Now wait a minute. Now wait a damn minute. <laughs> wait a damn minute. Right? It was so it was a lot. Like we were coming across badass kids <laughs> overhearing like people talking about like how like they wish they didn't have their kids. Like, I was like, damn, this is crazy. That's tough. This is so fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> and then all the way up to like the the last day when we were leaving. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, y'all already heard like we had a crazy ass experience getting on the boat. Okay. And so we they and they made hella announcements because of that. They were like, okay, this is what the process is <laughs> to deport. We make it back to Galveston. <laughs> Niggas was sent instructions, like a paper printed out instructions. It was outside of your door the yeah. night, the day before. Cause yeah. we got that shit too. Okay. <laughs> they told you what group you was gonna be in, all of that. And so the next morning, you know, we do what we're supposed to say. You go to your waiting, the waiting areas that they told us to go to. And they mm-hmm. call you by your group, your muster station group number. Mm-hmm. Bro. Oh, God. We get an announcement right away about how everyone just came down at the same time, didn't come with a group number. So that <laughs> held up everyone else. They said, we can't start calling our numbers until these people leave. Oh, shit. Bro. They was I up. was just like. Are you fucking kidding me? And then, like, hearing another entitled family next to us complaining about the shit. And it's just like, bro, y'all are part of the problem. Like, it's your people that's doing this. I hope you know that. It is. It is. is. (laughs) Like, don't be complaining about the workers. They doing their fucking job. Like, it's just the true audacity to me. And, like, overhearing other conversations, people talking about immigration and stuff. And I'm like, now, how the fuck you talking about immigration and you out here in these other people's country? Yo. In other countries, they, you know, COVID is definitely still a thing. We are still a part of a pandemic. Yo. So if you get to other countries and they say they're requiring you to wear a mask and you're not wearing a fucking mask, disrespectful. You, and you're bringing your, your diseases, your white ass diseases over here. But I mean, historically, that's what they do. <sighs> historically, that's what they do. Damn. This Look, sounds dumb. I, you know, I don't hate people. But Yikes. they was really working my nerves, bro. They was really working my nerves. And I'm just like, it's so sad that, like, to be able to travel the world and you mm-hmm. still have this, like, logic and this mindset, it's disgusting. It's just it horrible. Is. And I feel like it's a waste. Like, are you really getting what you need out of this vacation? Like, what's the point of you, like, taking in this culture if you're just disrespecting it every chance you get. Because these are probably the same people that got their hair cornrowed and shit. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Different... I was definitely seeing people's hair that was falling out by the end of the cruise. Good. That's good for them. That's yeah. good for them. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> this done pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> but shit, I'll still do it again. Now, I will say, uh, we're, we're, we're definitely looking into, like, the next time we cruise specifically, we're going to on a, like, adult-only Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're just gonna hope for the best. I don't know. Like you can't really control the type of people you come across, sadly. You can't. We still make the best out of it though. But I'm gonna walk away from them niggas, that's for damn sure. <laughs> but just know, like, if you if I come across you and you talking crazy to people, like I'm cussing you out just because <laughs> like when I be seeing those videos online of like racists or like bigots and shit, like I just be like, damn God no not to let this happen in front of yeah. me. Cause I'm cussing everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> bitches, 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 bitches. <laughs>
Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. We really appreciate all of your support. Keep the energy because we will keep coming with the content. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, we are on all types of streaming platforms. We got Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a multitude of other podcast platforms. So please, please tune in. Yeah, we everywhere. We live. We live, babe. So make sure to tune in every Monday because we will keep posting a new episode. So expect that next week. Yes, yes, yes. And remember, tell your friends to tell their friends. To tell their mans to tell his friends. To listen in. Turn on and tune in. And you know what, Bree Bree? Spin that outro. Bye. The caller you tried to reach does not have a voicemail box set up yet. Goodbye.